Welcome to Sundays from St. Rocks for the second Sunday of Easter, also known as Divine Mercy Sunday. I am Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest at St. Rocks in Glen Iris, Victoria. As we gather this Sunday, I hope this podcast will help you and your families spend some time in prayer as you keep Sunday as a holy day. Throughout the podcast, there'll be periods of silence. Take those moments to think about the words you have heard in the scriptures and to talk to God in your own words. I invite you now to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You are sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, Increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The whole group of believers were united, heart and soul. No one claimed for his own use anything that he had, as everything they owned was held in common. The apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus with great power, and they were all given great respect. None of their members was ever in want, as all those who owned land or houses would sell them and bring the money from them to present it to the apostles. It was then distributed to any members who might be in need. The Word of the Lord.
Psalm 117 Let the sons of Israel say, His love has no end. Let the sons of Aaron say, His love has no end. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love has no end. The Lord's right hand has triumphed. His right hand raised me. The Lord's right hand has triumphed. I shall not die, I shall live, and recount his deeds. I was punished, I was punished by the Lord, but not doomed to die. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, a marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord. We rejoice and are glad. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ has been begotten by God, and whoever loves the Father that begot him loves the child whom he begets. We can be sure that we love God's children if we love God himself and do what he has commanded us. This is what loving God is, keeping his commandments. And his commandments are not difficult, because anyone who has been begotten by God has already overcome the world. This is the victory over the world, our faith. Who can overcome the world? Only the man who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, Jesus Christ who came by water and blood, not with water only, but with water and blood, with the Spirit as another witness, since the Spirit is the truth. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the evening of that same day, the first day of the week, the doors were closed in the room where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them. He said to them, Peace be with you, and showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were filled with joy when they saw the Lord, and he said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so am I sending you. After saying this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. For those whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. For those whose sins you retain, they are retained. Thomas, called the twin, who was one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. When the disciples said, We have seen the Lord, he answered, Unless I see the holes that the nails made in his hands, and can put my finger into the holes they made, and unless I can put my hand into his side, I refuse to believe. Eight days later the disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. The doors were closed, but Jesus came in and stood among them. Peace be with you, he said. Then he spoke to Thomas. 
Put your finger here. Look, here are my hands. Give me your hand. Put it into my side. Doubt no longer, but believe. Thomas replied, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, You believe because you can see me. Happy are those who have not seen and yet believe. There were many other signs that Jesus worked and the disciples saw, but they are not recorded in this book. These are recorded so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing this, you may have life through his name. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, we read of an appearance of the glorified Jesus to the Apostles. We're not sure exactly what the look of a glorified body is. We know that his earthly wounds were there, but they were in glory. They were beautiful, not ugly. This is an indication of how our bodies will be at the end of time, when our bodies and souls are reunited, hopefully in heaven. We see that the apostles touch him and he eats. This shows us that Jesus, risen from the dead, is not a mystical figure, not a ghost. He is genuinely risen in the body. The resurrection is real. And this is crucial for our faith. If he did not actually rise in the body, we are wasting our time this morning. In today's Gospel, St. Thomas plays a key part, often known as Doubting Thomas. He is a model for all who doubt Jesus' divinity, his humanity, or his resurrection. The risen Jesus is the same person as the crucified Jesus. This is what St. Thomas discovers. And Jesus tells him that the testimony of witnesses to the resurrection will be enough for others to believe who have not witnessed it themselves. We believe because we have been taught by someone who was taught by someone who was taught by someone all the way back to the person who was taught by the apostles who saw Jesus. This is why we believe. And the Gospel writer states at the end of today's Gospel his purpose in writing these stories, these accounts, that people will believe that Jesus is the Messiah who was announced by the Old Testament prophets, the Son of God. And if they believe, they will have eternal life and experience a taste of eternal life now, a different life now on earth. This different life now is possible because Jesus really does act now. He acts specifically through the sacraments. This is where we have direct contact with God. And in today's Gospel we see in particular 
One sacrament, the institution of the sacrament of penance, absolution, confession. The Holy Spirit comes down on the apostles and gives them the power to absolve sins. We know today also as Divine Mercy Sunday, a day to remember that no matter how far we have fallen from the Lord's ways, his mercy is on offer to us. We can always come back to him and start again. In the sacrament of penance, it is not the priest forgiving sins. Jesus acts in the priest to forgive sins. As an instrument, the priest offers himself to Christ and the absolution happens through him. Jesus acts directly on our hearts and souls through confession. He acts just as really as the resurrection as real. Jesus wants a daily involvement with us. We can have that through prayer and through accessing the sacraments as often as possible. And we should want a daily involvement with Jesus because he has demonstrated his power over death and evil. So let's resolve to access the sacraments as often as possible. And in so doing, allow Jesus to work on our hearts. And then be ready for the joy and peace that will come with that taste of heaven in this life. To the risen Christ we pray, that we may praise your power among those who are poor in faith and encourage them by our good example. Lord, hear us. That we may praise your love among those who do not know you and be Christ's ambassadors to those who seek you with sincere hearts. Lord, hear us. that we may praise your glory among those who fear death and show them the path to life. Lord, hear us. Now offer your own prayers, either out loud or in the silence of your hearts. We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, 
Unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Sunday. We hope you join us again next Sunday. God bless.